Well, amen. It's good to be here tonight. I, I hate that uh, Pastor is a little bit under the weather, and uh, I wish I could take it for you. Amen. I'll take the night well, whatever. I'll go back to early, you know. Uh, but I, I don't like when he's sick and uh, doesn't feel well. But I tell you why it's good to be back. We did have a great time in Chattanooga and uh, got to see my uh, the kids, got to see their great-grandma. And it's been about two years uh, since uh, the kids got to see some of their family. And so it, we got to meet up halfway to just uh, hug each other's necks once again. And so that was a blessing. Uh, we saw one little girl saved. Um, and uh, we got to go out uh, door knocking and soul winning. And uh, there's a, a young lady there that is by the name of Heather Kate. And uh, she's been through so many surgeries, about 100 uh, different surgeries, but they took out half of her brain, and uh, and so they said that she would never speak or walk or anything again. Uh, but I tell you what, she uh, she is. She uh, was up in the choir. She was out soul winning in her um, wheelchair, and uh, you know, I just I want to praise the Lord for people still uh, moving forward, uh, even through all the tragedies, the health. Uh, you know, guys, we're, we have bad health sometimes. These old bodies, they tear down. And that doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. You know, Jacob, uh, in the Bible, he had to walk on a halted leg, if you all remember. And so everywhere he went, man, he halted. And a lot of people today, this wealth and health society, you know, they say that, hey, you're not in the will of God if you're, uh, you know, kind of not healthy. And, you know, it's a shame. It's fed into the minds of so many people but I tell you what, we got to keep pressing forward. And I'm looking forward to the missions conference. Hope you get to come back. Uh, make sure your vacation is a little short. Uh, be back for the missions conference. Amen. Uh, tonight I want to talk to you about uh, a little bit of a different uh, place. I want to I want to talk about Satan and his ways and how we can overcome him. And I, I, I want you to, I know most of you guys, y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm, I know I'm talking uh, probably to the choir, but I want you to turn your Bibles to Romans chapter uh, number 7. Romans chapter number 7 as we get started on uh, tonight. Having victory over the flesh and uh, the devil. You know, the, the, uh, Satan, he never stops. Uh, Satan never stops. He's always trying to buffet us. He's always trying to trip us up. Each uh, thing that we do for God, each step that you make, sometimes it seems like we take uh, one or two steps backward. And But we got to keep pressing on as the children of God. And uh, man, my, my heart goes out to many of you. Uh, I, I'm in the same shoes as you guys. Man, we have heartaches, we have troubles, we have trials. We have storms in our life that seems like, man, it just never ends. No, it just seems like the storm never ends. And But, you know, God is there. Can I hear amen on that? God is still there. He has not forsaken you and me. He has not forsaken us. And, you know, when the Bible speaks of the flesh, though, in the context of opposition to you and I, it is not referring to our literal bodies, but to the old nature, the old man, uh, the corrupt uh, Adamic uh, nature which belongs to all men. We see in Romans chapter number uh, 7, though, as we're going to read a part of 
scripture here. In Romans chapter number 7 and verses number 18, it says, For I know that in me, that is in my what? Flesh dwelleth what? No good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. You know, according to 2 Peter chapter 1 verse number 4, the last part of that is uh, when we were saved, we are uh, partakers of that divine nature. Once uh, the child of God is saved, the Holy Spirit of God, He indwells you and I. He indwells every believer once we get saved instantaneous. And He indwells us, but that doesn't mean that Satan is going to leave us alone. Now tonight, Satan cannot possess you. For the Holy Spirit of God lives inside of you. But He can oppress you. He can oppress you and I. And tonight, if we don't get a handle on this thing, like this world and uh, a lot of people in the church house, uh, man, Satan has given them a whirlwind and we've got to understand how we can have victory over him. Romans chapter 7, verse 21. Notice what Paul uh, discovers here. Uh, Notice here in verse 20, he says, I find then a law... That when I would do good, <laughs> evil is present with me. Yeah. It seems anything that we try to do good, it's always Satan is over here trying to mess up things. And uh, I want you to pay real close attention to me. Look at it real quick, even in our church. Do we have a great church? Yeah. We have a great church here. Do we have a great pastor? And his wife? Yes, we do. But let me tell you something. Be very careful. Because Satan would love to get into this place like any other good place. And that's why us men, you, uh, you ladies, that's why we've got to hold strong. We've got to, if this is Brother Hoots and his wife, we've got to hold around him. And uh, we, we are watchers. And we've got to hold around him and his wife. Because first of all, Satan is going to attack him first. He's going to attack the man of God very first. And then he's going to attack within, inside the church house, and we've got to make sure that we do not let that happen. we got the missions conference coming up. And I'm telling you, missions, I don't know what's going to happen there. It's going to be my first missions conference for uh, with Brother Hoots and the church here. I'm so excited to be here and be part of that. And I'm excited to maybe see what we're going to get to do as a whole of God's children, what we're going to do for heaven's sake uh, uh, with missions. But at the same time, do you think Satan is going to like what we're going to do? No. He don't want us to stay excited. Satan loves us when we're defeated and discouraged. And I'm going to tell you something. I've been there before. I've been defeated before. I've been into the place where I was a little bit discouraged. Man, I don't want to get that in that place. I don't want to ever be in the place where I would hurt the church. And that's where we've got to walk in the Spirit. He goes on to say in chapter 7, verse 23, it says, But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity the law of sin which is in my members. You know, the devil's playground tonight, if he has a swing set, if he has a place where he can just uh, play around, it's in and it starts in your mind. 
That's the devil's playground. And if we let him be able to get in our minds, eventually, man, we're going to do things that we never would have ever dreamed that we would have been doing. You know, we read over and over again, so many preachers, they preach in uh, the book of Galatians and talking about uh, we have been uh, crucified, been crucified with Christ. And, you know, that's true. And we need to have the Holy Spirit of God. We need to feed the Spirit and not feed this old flesh. Tonight I'm going to just give you a list of different things and I hope I can be a blessing to me uh, to you. It's going to be quick, but I, want, I hope it can be a help to you. But there's three areas tonight where Satan tries uh, to tempt us. And I want you to go to the uh, First John very quickly. First John, uh, and uh, let's look at that. First John chapter number 2 and verses number 16. Is for all that is in the world. Here we go. The lust of the flesh. There's number one. And the lust of the eyes. There's number two. And what? The pride of life. Number three. Notice this. Is not of the Father, but is of the world. You know, if we go back to the book of Genesis, Eve saw that the fruit was good to look at. We see that a lot of times as a Christian, we've got to be very careful with our eyes. Yeah. The lust of the eyes. Now guys, uh, it's no, uh, don't come by surprise, but all this world wants to do is what what comes, uh, what we see out of our eye. They want to, uh, ladies, they like to dress improper, and that's a shame. Because uh, what happens is it makes a man lust. And it, it makes a man sin. We got to be very careful uh, how we dress in this world. Uh, it wants us to see those things. And uh, our neighbors, we can't help what's going on with our neighbors. But it's very easy not to close our shade. It's very easy to know when our neighbors are maybe out in the pool or our neighbors are uh, not dressed right. It's very easy to be in those situations. And those situations, if you let it, uh, those situations, if you do not guard your eyes, Men, it'll eventually get you. I know of good men of God that have failed because they couldn't guard their eyes. Think about the lust of the, uh, uh, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes. She saw that it was good, uh, pleasant to the eyes. Uh, she saw that the tree was good for food, the lust of the flesh. And then she saw the pride of life and you know, it, it desire to make one wise. We see all the things that uh, Satan, and we look throughout Scripture from Genesis to Revelation, we see how Satan, he uh, tempts uh, people, how he gets in the midst of uh, uh, people's lives, and he goes through these three things. These three things are very good uh, lures that he uses. Now, we know we got a pastor that loves to fish. But I guarantee if you spent any time with him tonight about fishing, I guarantee He's got a tackle box. I think Shane said he's got a lot of rod reels. Miss Hoops, we might need a yard sale of those things. We need more room for your jars. <laughs> uh, she likes fishing too. But I guarantee tonight that he knows what lures works in what seasons, what kind of waters. If it's a little bit rainy, and, uh, and I called him one day and uh, he said, uh, Brother, he said, I don't want to. Uh, 
discourage you, but the water is going to be probably muddy. And he was right. When I got there, uh, Lake Houston was muddy, just like you said. And he said, to be honest with you, you're not going to probably catch many bass. He said, when it's muddy like that, you're going to probably have to feed, uh, catch something on the bottom, maybe catfish, uh, something like that. And so we had to change up. I'm going to say something. Satan knows what lures to cast at each and every one of us. He knows what he knows if we like those uh, the chicken livers. He knows if we like that stinky shrimp. I can't believe fish would even eat that. I, I, I put a I, I couldn't catch much, so I went ahead and put a, a piece of beef jerky on my line, just cast my. Then I finally just threw my rod in the water. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> I feel like that sometimes. You know, Satan, he provokes us. He, res, uh, he resists uh, the grace of God. He tempts to gain advantage. He takes away the seed of God's Word. We plant seed, it seems like, in somebody's life. And what does Satan do? He comes around and he tries to steal that seed. He tries to come around and says, Hey, uh, man, you know, you know, they were trying to give you the Bible and tell you about uh, uh, you know, Jesus Christ and you know, you probably don't need to. They're they're kind of dramatic. They're 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 uh, you know they're uh, all kinds of uh, they're Jesus lovers. Uh, they're just they're a little bit dogmatic on what they believe. And man, uh, somebody asked me the other day. They said, "You all uh, do you all have church on Sunday night?" I uh, yes. You're telling me you all have church on Sunday morning, Sunday night, yes, and Wednesday night, yes. Yeah. I love church. Man. Because I love him. And just like Brother Boyer said, man, uh, he has been gone and away. We have missed you. And uh, as he came back in, he has missed here because, hey, uh, we, we are family here. We're the family of God. Can you imagine that we're going to spend eternity, if you're born again, if we're going to spend eternity in heaven together? Yeah. I told my wife. I said, I'm going to be knocking on her door. I don't know if she's going to live down Glory Boulevard or what. Uh, but I'm going to be knocking on her door. And she's like, no. Yeah. And, uh, but we're going to be friends up there. You know, heaven's going to be a beautiful place. Uh, I, I can't wait to sing with you. And man, I praise the Lord with you. But we're doing that here too, right? Uh, but you know, Satan doesn't like that. He even transforms himself into an angel of light. To lead people astray. Have you ever noticed? Uh, I've always wanted one. Might get for a Christmas present, but y'all know those little bug, uh, like uh, they're like a light thing that you can put and it zaps those bugs. What is those things called? Bug zappers. And you know you can see those flies, and then they touch that thing. It didn't scare you, did you? But you think about it, man, I watched that and I couldn't believe it with my eyes. You could see the electric coming off that thing and you could see that it just zapped that little fly. I love to have those things. But you know, that's what Satan tries to do. He is uh, that person. He is the angel of light and he attracts, tries to attract people and with his glamour and everything in this world. And that's how he does on uh, any kind of internet.
entertainment or uh, we see all kinds of uh, advertisement for drinking. It's always somebody really healthy. It's always somebody that's kind of cool. It's always uh, somebody that's got money. But they never show what uh, drinking really does. They never show the gutters. They never show that uh, kids are, uh, uh, they don't have milk in the fridge. They never show that the breakups in marriage. They never see, uh, show the divorce rate. They never show how many husbands beat their wives. All they show is all the glamour of what alcohol does. Satan is pretty smart. He knows how to attract. He seeks to get that advantage over you. He doesn't want the best for any of us here. He fills the heart with lies to keep back what is devoted to the Lord as he did with Ananias and Sapphira. He hinders and he seeks to uh, uh, to gain possession. And he uh, oppresses that he may harm those whom he dominates. It's unbelievable all the people that he is dominating. So many people that, man, uh, they're, uh, you hear about these demon-possessed people. You hear, I've walked in houses before, and uh, man, every, all the shades are down. Everything's pitch black. The walls, they painted black. Uh, you, you come to the door, and they have Marilyn Manson on their shirt. Their uh, fingernails are painted black. Their hair is, well, I can't help that, black. And uh, their, uh, their makeup is black. And man, you're coming in, you're thinking, Man, what kind of place is this? And man, they come in and you talk to them. One thing that they don't want to hear about is the Lord. Satan, he likes to fight. He He likes to place himself above the things of God. He blinds the minds of those who are in unbelief. He beguiles. He works in the children of disobedience. He hinders God's servants in their work. He accuses the brethren. You know, he is the devil. He is the adversary. He is the angel of life. He's the enemy to oppose. He's the hinderer. He's a, a God of this age to blind the minds. He is the tempter. We're talking about Satan. The devil, that old serpent, the great red dragon, that one. But I'm going to tell you something. Satan has many wiles and weapons, and that's where we're going to get to tonight. And I want to look. I want you to go to the book of Ephesians very quickly. Ephesians, and this is where we'll end all of it tonight. Is in the book of Ephesians, chapter number six. Verses number 11. Guys, before I read this, that's why it's so important.
praying for us. That's, that's guiding us. That's guiding our children. I'm telling you, when you mark it down, if you've got a great pastor, you better count your lucky stars. There's a lot of churches where there's whoremongers and there's uh, uh, people that are just getting trying to get paid. Trying to be up here and they're uh, a lot of times sheeps in wolves clothing. Wait a minute. Wolves in sheep's clothing. Yeah, let's get that right. <laughs> Satan has many wiles and weapons. As the book, uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 11, it says this, but put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against, here we go, the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. It says, goes on in verse 14 and 15. It talks about the breastplate. It talks about the, uh, your loins girt about with truth and having the breastplate of righteousness. It talks about, uh, uh, also your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. It goes on in verse 16. It says, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench. Here we go. Was that it about the wiles? This is now all the fiery darts. Of the wicked. If you'll look at that, it's the wicked one. I'm going to tell you something. Satan, he does not, does not want to lose. The wiles to deceive. With his cunning and craft, he lies in wait. With his darts to hurt. Fiery darts of the wicked one. He wants to harm us like in the case of Job. Satan, he casts so many fiery darts at him. But Job, he never got his eyes off the Lord. Goes on. Snares to entrap. The snares of the devil with pride and riches and all those things that really snare up people. I was watching uh, National Geographic a few years back. And on there, there was a anaconda. And it was out on the banks of that uh, muddy river, out laying in the sun. And all of a sudden, there was a black panther, big old cat. He jumped out, and man, he landed on the head of that anaconda. And he grabbed that thing and he was, that snake was probably 30 feet long. But on the land, the jaguar was much stronger. He got his claws in the anaconda's head and he was trying to drag it. Well, it looked like it was a done battle. I watched, and as we was watching, that snake was kind of getting closer to the edge of that water. And then that big old cat had the muscles. It had the brains, so be it. It had the claws. It had the teeth. And man, it was clawing that thing. The anaconda didn't do anything. just kept going back to the water. Back to the water. 
And it looked like that jaguar or that uh, uh, panther, it had that thing. It was just ripping that thing. But that snake kept going back to the water. It got down in when that ja uh, that uh, that panther was just about uh, its feet in the water. Still was winning. Then it got down to the bends of its legs. It was still winning. Then it got to the back of that panther. And you could see that snake start going around and around that panther's body. He still had his mouth open biting that thing. He still had his strength, but he was losing ground. Finally, all you could see was the, the nose of that panther, and you could see it just, the breath coming out, because that anaconda had come over and it had wrapped its whole uh, body around that thing. And it brought it into deeper water where it couldn't breathe anymore. After a few seconds, you could see that uh, panther it come up out of the water. And then it go back down. And finally it got too much water in its lungs. And it died. That is just like what Satan does. Many of you would probably be too wise to have a big sin come in your life to tell God. But as in the Old Testament, you all remember where the talk about the, I think the book of Song of Solomon, where it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. knows he knows what lured to entice us he knows how to get you close to that water he knows when you still think that you got this thing he's laughing in the background no they don't got it and God the whole and the Holy Spirit are trying to drag you oh don't go that don't go that way don't go that way but we say, well, we've got it because we're, we're big Christians. We can handle this. No. I was a young, I thought I was Davy Crockett when I was growing up. My grandpa, he made me a snare. It was a, a box, just a box. And it was wood. And, of course, it had little uh, holes in it for air. And that box... I put it in the woods and I put a little stick right up there to hold it up on one side and it had a little string attached to it. And I had the big idea that I was, I had my BB gun, my Red Rider, and the way I said it was wet water. And I'm going to catch me a wascally wabbit. And I went out there and man, I, I was big, I had my Red Rider on and I had that trap and man, I put it out in the woods and Man, I didn't know what I was going to catch. And I got out there and uh, I put uh, some little feed out there and stuff. And I was excited. And uh, after a couple days, I went out there and checked it. And I actually caught seven chickens. I did. Well, I was so excited. I didn't catch nothing big, but I caught seven chickens in that thing. And I, mean, I thought it was it. But you know, Satan, he has little snares for you and I. I wonder if you will 
tumble over the little stream that will close his trap. He buffets us. Brother uh, Hoots, I, 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 maybe you could preach on it sometimes, but you know, in the Second Corinthians, it talks, uh, he talks about the messenger of Satan coming to buffet him. And buffet, all I know is it, it, it has the meaning of even hitting with your fist. That buffeting. Satan came and buffeted. And you know, Satan is ruthless. Satan is just, uh, he's terrible. He's awful. He's ruthless. And man, he'll do anything and everything to stop you in your tracks. But tonight, I'm going to give you some good news. You can. We can. Overcome it. Not through our strength. But through Him. Our great God, we can have victory tonight through Jesus Christ. You know, uh, remember tonight as we uh, uh, close, we got to remember that we are on the winning side. First John chapter 4 and verse 4, Greater is He that is in you than he, than he that is in the world. We have the Lord inside of us, the Holy Spirit of God. He is the Comforter. He lives inside of us. And we can, through the Spirit, Follow him and be able to resist the devil. And as we go closer to the Lord, he will flee from us. But tonight we can have victory. We can have victory. And you know, we can overcome the wicked one with the word of God. The word of God that you hold in our hands, the sword of the spirit. That uh, weapon that we have and the whole armor, there's only one weapon. And that weapon is the Word of God. Romans chapter 8 verse 37. In all these things we are more than conquerors. But thanks be to God which giveth unto us the victory. We could go on and on. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. I can do all things. But it's all through. Our Lord Jesus Christ. We shouldn't give no place to the devil, as the book of Ephesians chapter 4 says. We've got to be steadfast in the faith. But tonight, have you put on the whole armor of God? Every single day, we dress ourselves, we get ready for the day. But do we? put on the most important thing. And that is the whole armor of God every day. got to have it. And I'll be honest with you, if you be honest with yourself, you need it also. We're, we're an army. We're a team. We're East River Baptist Church. We're, we're Christians. We're the children of God. Man, we ought to be excited about it. We're overcomers. But that doesn't mean that we can do it in the flesh. That means we've got to be in the Spirit. And we've got to feed the Spirit of God. We've got to feed the new man. And not feed that old man. Don't feed him. Our Heavenly Father, pray that you'll bless as Brother Hoots comes up here. Lord, I, as he dismisses and uh, gives a talk, I pray that you'll lead and guide. Lord, help us. Uh, Lord, help us to be able to overcome Satan and his tactics. 
And Lord, I know at being at a good church with uh, good people that want to serve God, I know Satan is always around the corner. Help us all to be spirit-filled. Help us all to uh, uh, just read and memorize your word and be where we need to be with you. Lord, we sure do love you tonight. I pray that you'll, uh, uh, Lord, help our pastor as he's uh, a little bit under the weather. I pray that you'll help him. And uh, Lord, I pray that you'll bless our services and bless the missions conference coming up. In Jesus' precious holy name do we pray. Amen. Amen. Brother Hoots, if you will.